What's up, loves? It's your girl, Jerry Alicia. And your girl, Alicia J. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. So, y'all, we are back with the Journey to Motherhood podcast. Last week, we talked to the amazing Shanika Bellhouse, and yes. she showed us a level of unbotheredness that okay. I, I really want to reach that level. Okay. Like, <laughs> no, seriously, y'all, if you haven't heard the episode, go back and listen to it. It's quite hilarious, quite entertaining, Absolutely. but also inspiring at the same time. So let's get right into today's episode. Um, today, we are going to talk about waiting in faith. Yeah. So, of course, Alicia, we all know about what this uh, journey, it, it makes us wait. So we all know what waiting is about on this journey. However, there's a difference between waiting and waiting in faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and so waiting, you know, we literally have no choice but to wait. It's just what where we are. But it's how we wait that really matters. It's how we go about our lives while we're waiting. That's the real difference. Because when you're waiting, you know, sometimes we complain. Sometimes we gripe. You know, we're mad. We're angry and all that. And all of those feelings are warranted. Let me just say that. It's, it's understandable. Yes. <laughs> it's definitely understandable. Because we how- felt that <laughs> man listen every last emotion i promise okay. like no lie all of them no i've lie. been mad i've been sad i've been confused all of it so all we it. definitely understand however as we grow in christ and as we continue to trust god along this journey we have to transition from just waiting to waiting in faith mm-hmm. and what that looks like is Yes, I'm waiting to become pregnant. And yes, I'm waiting to to see God's promises for my life manifest. But while I'm waiting, number one, I'm still preparing and I'm still trusting in God along the way. So waiting in faith literally means that you're saying, okay, God, I know that I have to wait. I know that me waiting is a part of your big plan for my life. But while I'm waiting, show me how to do that and still be productive. Mm -hmm. Show me how to do that and still, you know, be positive. Show me how to do that and still, you know, basically still trust you. Because that's the thing. A lot of us, when we're complaining while we're waiting, we're doing that because we don't, let's just be honest, we don't fully trust God with the process. And so that's why we're complaining. We're complaining because, you know, we're trying to do this in our own strength. That mm-hmm. was me. I, I have you can't see me, but I have my hand raised. Okay, because th- that was definitely me trying to do this thing on my own in my own strength. It did not work. I stressed myself out. Uh, I do not recommend. Okay, don't That's recommend that. However, we have to get to a point where we we put our feelings aside and we put aside our will and trade it for God's will. Mm-hmm. We have to get to a point where we understand that if God is allowing us to wait in this season, then it's for a purpose. And since mm-hmm. it's for a purpose, let me go ahead and figure out what I am supposed to be doing in this season. Because we're not just supposed to be sitting and doing nothing Absolutely. while we're waiting. Absolutely That's not. not. No. Twiddling thumbs is not an option. <laughs> not an option. Definitely no twiddling thumbs. 
I'm doing this season. This season, I really do believe that this is the season that we're supposed to be proactive, which me basically means that you're you're getting in front of it. So the preparation, the the spiritual preparation, if nothing else, um, waiting in faith means spiritually preparing yourself, and not just to have a baby, but it means spiritually preparing yourself to live like for real. Uh, because some of us, we have stopped living. Y'all, we got to stop doing that. Okay. Right. I love y'all. I really do. But we have to learn how to live this life. We have to learn how to uh, feel what we feel, but then say, you know what? At the end of the day, God, I trust you. And so. Absolutely. We, I, I just wanted to highlight that point because sometimes, you know, when we're in this waiting process. We start getting mad at God. We mm-hmm. mad at everybody. We just, we just so negative mm-hmm. and so mad and all these things. And even though that's understandable because this situation is hard, like it's, it's so it's, hard, it really is hard. Um, and nobody can take that away from you. Your journey to motherhood, no matter how long you've been on it, no matter what your journey entails, it is hard. It is. And it, Point blank period. And, you know, in saying that, you know, when when you're going through the the cycle because it's grief you know it is Mm -hmm. grief and so you know when you're going through those stages of grief where you know you're getting mad you're angry and you're just like why me lord like what is going on like faithful you know blah 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 why is it easier for xyz to get pregnant she ain't got no husband right you know all of that go through all of these things and it's like well then what do you want me to do next because i feel like i'm cursed because when i read the bible it says blessed is the woman who can have children so am i not blessed and you know you go through all of those type of things and you're just kind of god is kind of like child like calm down (laughs) right there's a reason why you're here and right. I wouldn't have put you here if I didn't have something else for you to do with it, right? Right. And um, this past weekend, I was in a conference, and they were talking about Hannah. It had nothing to do with birthing a child, but it had something to do with birthing other things, right? Mm-hmm. And That's so, so crazy. That is so crazy because so every crazy. time I hear Hannah, it never has anything to do with like infertility but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with this right what um what she said resounded with me when she said the Lord closed Hannah's womb yep and so you know when you focus on the fact that hey God may have given me this for a greater purpose the testimony afterward for Hannah was he closed her womb but then she was able to have a child and dedicated that child to uh do the work of God right and so mm-hmm. the testimony was, you know, God did this so that I, that I could tell the goodness of the Lord, so that I could tell you that how God can heal, so that I can tell you how God can produce what, what your desires are, so that I can tell you that God hears your prayers, so that I can tell you that God is real, so that I can tell you that God doesn't um, forsake his children, so I can tell you that God is listening, so that I can tell you that God is faithful. And so, you know, she was faithful in what she did, right? Mm -hmm. She was praying. She was petitioning the Lord. She, you know, was telling her husband about it. And, you know, even her husband was like, you know, I love you and I'm giving you favor and, you know, but I can't give you this one thing. And so it's literally just the faithfulness in staying prayed up, right? Mm -hmm. Continuing your prayer life, continuing to ask God, okay, what do you want me to do with this? Am I supposed to have a conference? Uh, case in point jerry's doing her conference in november listen uh, okay 
Um, am I supposed to write a book? Jerry wrote a book, and now the Lord is dropping a book in my my spirit. So and Jerry's on book number two. Book number Plot two. Twist. There you go. So you know, so it's 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 a process, and then not only that, we are meeting other people who are actually you know are telling their stories. So we're bringing them into the podcast, and they're telling their stories, and so that means more people are learning about how this is affecting our community, um, you know, the black community, how it's affecting women, how it's affecting men. And so, you know, it's, a, it's, it's beyond us. It is bigger mm-hmm. than just the situation that we have. And so if we sit and we wallow in depression, if we sit and we wallow in the fact that I don't have, instead of looking at what I have, then the greater purpose of what God is doing to use you in this season is not going to get fulfilled. Exactly. And so sometimes I think that we under, we forget that God only shows us in part. So we That's don't it. have we don't have the full picture of our That's whole it. lives. That's it. And so if God only shows us in part and right now a baby isn't part of that right now, that that means that something else is a part of it. Exactly. So we, we have to trust God enough to figure out what that something else is instead exactly. of just being mad, instead of saying that I'm going to take matters into my own hands, you know, have that hard conversation with God. Okay, God, you're saying that now. Uh, obviously it's not the time for me to birth a baby. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to be doing right now? How can I still, you know, believe in faith and operate in purpose at the mm-hmm. same time? Because that's basically what we're what we're saying. You have to believe in faith. Believe, okay, yeah, God, you said not right now, but you did tell me that I was going to conceive, so I still trust you. However, what am I supposed to be doing in this season in the meantime? Because mm-hmm. there's stuff in the meantime. Um, And I don't want us to get so caught up in what we don't have that we miss what's happening in the meantime. Because I've done that. I know what that's like. And I was like, oh, man, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) You miss all the good stuff. And, um, you know, to all my single ladies out there that don't have a husband, don't have children, um, you know, a lot of times what I hear from married women with kids is like, enjoy your time. Mm -hmm. because once you get married once you have children yes you have that fulfillment of being married and you have that compatibility and you have the the child that you've been praying for but while you're single girl you can you know get up and go somewhere if you want to you don't have to ask nobody you don't have to you know find a babysitter you don't have to like there are things that you can enjoy while you're in this season and Mm -hmm. then there are things that you enjoy while you're you know not single and not with children because you have that you know that love from your child and you can enjoy the companionship from your husband and you can enjoy the fact that your husband will mow the lawn and you know those types of things so (laughs) you gotta look at right you gotta look at what do I have as a single woman I have time as a single woman I have resources as a single woman I have a story as a single woman, I am able to, um, you know, maybe perhaps travel more or, you know, those type of things. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, without uh, the added, um, not pressure or stress, but the added things that come with marriage and, and having a child. And so, I mean, it says in the Bible, when you're unmarried, your, your, your thought process is to be uh, um, about the things of God. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's what you have. Your you your desire should be to please God in this season and do what God has called you to do. 
and bring that into full purpose. Does that mean your desire to have children or to be married ever dies? No, absolutely not. That does not mean that. But what you can ask is, Lord, prepare. Lord, during this season of waiting, give me the grace to not feel um, anxious about Mm -hmm. wanting to be married, anxious about wanting to be a mother, Um, especially when you're getting into your 40s. And, you know, as we know, your chances of having babies is, uh, you know, even as, you know, we're, we're find, finding out even earlier, chances of uh, having children are, um, you know, becoming more challenging. And yeah. that in itself creates anxiety. And so mm-hmm. we've got to, you know, cast our cares upon Jesus because he really does care for us. And, you know, cast those anxieties onto God so that we're not holding on to that because God knew we were going to be here. He knew we were going to be 38, 37, 38 you know, um, in, in this position of where we are not having children, he knew, he knew this was going to happen. So this is not a a secret. It's not a surprise surprise to him. He's like, you're, you're the one who shot. I'm not. Yeah. I'm chilling. So I need you to chill out with me. Cause I got this plan. Like I got this bomb plan for you, girl, like bomb plan. Like Like, I got it all figured out. Just wait. Just walk in it. Just ask me what you need to do. And I will lead you. I will open doors. I will make it happen. Just do it. And I know, I know it's hard. Trust me. I have had plenty Listen. of nights where I had cried and yelled and been like, Lord, this is difficult because if I get one more phone call by my friend is pregnant, I'm about to be <laughs> like, like somebody go get this attitude today. Okay. okay somebody Somebody's about to get this attitude if I hear <laughs> one more pregnancy announcement, Lord. So you got to yes. help your girl out. Okay. Yes. Help, help your out, girl Jesus. out. But even in that, he still hears you. Like, even after that night, I literally got an email from a, one of the preachers from my church, and she sent me a prayer. She said, she said, I felt you, I felt in my spirit to send you this prayer, and it was a prayer about marriage and having a baby, and I had not even talked to her about it. So that lets you know that God is listening. God is like, I, I got you, boo. Yeah, God was you. snitching on you that day. Yeah. He was snitching on you. (laughs) He really was. But that's how much God loves us, though. (laughs) Right. Right. But seriously, though, that's how much God loves us. Mm -hmm. And I know that a a popular thing, especially for women on this journey who deal with disappointment, we automatically think, oh, God doesn't love me. But sis, he loves you so much. That he puts you on the minds of other people during their prayer time. He loves you so much. Yes, and you don't even, and some people may be praying for you and you don't even. Yeah. So let me tell you, God is not going to leave you hanging. He's He's just not. He's He's a faithful God. And then um, it reminds me too, like of the things that he's done in the past. I think I was sitting on my couch the other day, Jerry, and I was like, you know, God, I literally thought a thing of something that I desired, and mm-hmm. literally, like, a couple of days later, it showed up. You know and what? Come on, it's God. Like, right. And it's like, <clears throat> God, I didn't even pray for it. And he was like, that's my point. Like, if I give you the things, and it's in the Bible, if the if a father gives his children, like, bread instead of a rock or something, how how do you think that a good our good father will treat us as his children? And he was mm-hmm. like, you just thought about it and I manifested it for you. 
what do you think I'm preparing for you for the things you're praying for? Exactly. Girl. Girl. More great. Just a more greater. No, seriously, though, because, you know, and the Bible even tells us, you know, he feeds the birds and the fowl of the air. How much more will he do for his children that he loves? Yes. Come on, Matthew chapter six. Yeah, Matthew six. Come through. So the point is that God loves us so much that even though we found ourselves on this journey and even though God didn't, quote unquote, rescue us from this journey, that does not equate to a lack of love on his part it just equates to that his will is a little different from yours at the moment and Mm -hmm. that's okay because once you begin to cultivate your relationship with God your will will begin to line up with his and even if you don't like it you'll say you know what God your will be done regardless absolutely absolutely 110 percent and he will always always come through always Always. no doubt about it no Uh, questions asked i may i may doubt a few things but god coming through is not one of them it's just not Not it's not like and that song so, says, may not come when you <laughs> But always be on time. On time. <laughs> and even with that song, we have to understand that the songwriter was not talking about our time. God does not does not operate in time. He does not. No. Not in our version of time. No. Mm-mm. And so and yet, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go Mm-mm. ahead. And said, and yet he is still good. yeah that's and that's the gist of it he Mm -hmm. is still good he's still God and he's still good and basically what that means is number one he's still on the throne so as long as God is still on the throne y'all we good that's it we're good because God says you're my daughter so I'm going to take care of you and so what God wants us to understand is that faithfully waiting looks like surrender it looks like putting all of our trust in him and saying god i don't understand this but i still trust you anyway i don't understand this but i still surrender all my fears all my anxieties all my worries all my questions i surrender that to you and say have your way exactly um and it's it's hard because we're human, right? Yeah, let's just be honest. It's hard. Just be it's not honest. easy. Right. And and like today I'm in a good spot, right? So Right. <laughs> Tomorrow, you never know. Tomorrow I could be, you know, I could be struggling. <laughs> Uh, but both both times God loves you and I want us to to really understand that whether you're having a good good day like me and Alicia are today mm-hmm. or if you're having one of those days like I really I really really don't like this right or, or if you're having one of those days where you're mad you're angry you're sad whatever your day looks like when you're listening to this mm-hmm. no matter what kind of day you have God still loves you and it doesn't make you a bad Christian it doesn't doesn't make uh, you a bad Christian. I know we. It makes you a real person. It, it makes <laughs> you a person. It makes yeah. you a human. That's what it does. And I know we talk a lot about the crazy things people say to us, especially church people. Um, yeah. But nothing gets on my nerves more than when people imply that a woman uh, who's worried about her fertility issues or who's you know sad about her fertility issues has a lack of faith. Uh, I, I just mm-hmm. want to dispel that myth right now. 
um, you do not have a lack of faith. Your faith might be wavering a bit, but we're working on that, okay? Right. Uh, we're working on it. Um, but you're not a bad Christian because this journey affects you. Not at it all. It does not make you a bad Christian. It does not. It just makes you a human. That's it. And it just, it, it, it teaches us that, okay, this is, this is a lot. So that means that I need to give it to God. Mm-hmm. So don't think you're a bad Christian because this thing is affecting you. You're not. God yeah. loves you the same. I promise. He loves you so much. He and does. so uh, I just I just needed to dispel that because, uh, yeah, okay. I'm not even going there with myself today. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yes, God loves you. And the more you allow yourself to grow in God, the more you'll, you'll understand what's going on in the spirit. Because, you know, yeah. we see this, we see stuff in the natural. Okay, I'm not getting pregnant, blah, blah, blah. But there's a whole spiritual yes. side to this stuff. Yes. And what what we have to understand, number one, we have to understand that infertility is a spirit. That's why I don't like using the word. Uh, and, and I've said this before. Infertility is literally a spirit which comes from the spirit of infirmity. Mm. Okay. So <laughs> what we have to understand is since it's a spirit, you got to fight in the spirit. So another way to to believe in faith is to know how to fight. Yes, go to your. I'm not. Don't go to your doctor's appointments, please, y'all. Please go to the doctor. Okay. Please do. <laughs> please I mean, go you to could go doctor. if you had a cold. You could go if you have a migraine. Like, right. Come on now. So go to the doctor. Okay. Uh, however, your doctor is not God, mm-hmm. and so whatever whatever your diagnosis is, whatever your doctor says. Make sure it lines up with what God has said. If it doesn't, don't accept it. Like, they can say you have whatever you have. But that does not mean you have to accept that in your spirit. Two different things. Okay? And so, I just want us to learn that because infertility is a spirit, we have to fight it in the spirit. And we do that by prayer. We do that by having faith in God. And we do that by reading the word of God. Mm -hmm. And so... With that being said, we have to learn how to how to fight this thing, even when we don't feel like fighting. Because I'm just like, yeah, I'm over it, totally. Right, and I just want to walk away. Yeah, and be some like, days this I'm just like, y'all can <laughs> you can have all of this. I'm good. Right, but I know what God told me, and so. Because I know what God told me, that allows me to get out of my feelings a little quicker mm-hmm. uh, because I have full confidence in him. It mm-hmm. also shows me how I need to fight because whenever I start wanting to give up and whenever I start, you know, going into I don't I don't care, but I'm like, okay, Jerry, you got to get yourself together. This is not it. <laughs> Come on. I got to give myself a pep talk and that's okay. Uh, it's okay for you to feel like you don't want to do this anymore. If you if you if you're on this journey and you and you haven't felt like that, I really want you to email me your secret. Please, <laughs> please okay. and thank you. So we can get a little bit of your black, your black girl magic, your white girl magic, black girl magic, magic, like whatever you got. I need that because yeah, like that ain't my story. That ain't my okay. life. <laughs> uh, so if you're on this journey and you have never felt like Giving up. I, I want you to email us so we can we can we can get that recipe. 
uh, we need that in our lives. But no, seriously, um, you're going to want to give up. This journey is excruciatingly painful. And so giving up seems like a good option sometimes. Mm-hmm. However. And it's the easier option. It's the easiest option. Let's just be honest. It's oh, the so easiest mean, thing to do. on the back end, it could be, it could be detrimental. Because yes. it looks easy. And then we get on the back end, it's like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Yes. <laughs> because here's the thing we of course we know that god has a plan for our lives but he also has a plan for everything that happens in our life and so every decision has a reaction whether good or bad and so we have to understand that you know if we give up just because we're frustrated um that could have an adverse reaction uh to something that maybe was supposed to happen and so we have to really be careful about giving up not saying not to pause because if you uh if you listened in a few weeks ago we did talk about uh how there's power in the pause yeah not saying don't pause what i'm saying is if god has promised you something take that all take that to the bank and ride this journey out that's all i'm saying absolutely that is all i'm saying and just you know again it's a process anything is a process you when you go find a job there's an interview process right you might have to go to to two or three different interviews for one job you might have you have to put in the application you got to look for the job so like the first step you got to look for the job then you got to apply for it then you got to go on an interview then you might have to go on another one you might have to go on another one um then you once you get the job you got to go through onboarding and you know it's a process it's, it's a lot yeah and it's a lot and so you know it's no different with than what you're going through now it's a process and everybody's process looks different no two processes are the same ever um there might be similarities but it'll right. never be exactly it will, the same. it's not going and, to be the same right and so and we all process think we all process things differently right? So the way I process things is different from what the way Jerry processes things. Um, you know, I call myself an introverted, uh, extroverted introvert, because there are days where I don't want to see people. But if you put me in a room full of people, I'm like, hey, y'all, blah, 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 blah. Now, Alicia, on that front, we're the same because I'm the same way. People don't believe me. People just think Thank I'm just you. so extroverted okay. all the time. And I'm just like, no, I really just want to be in my bed watching Netflix. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't even want my husband by me today, but you know, I married the man. So here we are. Okay. Like, sincerely, and people don't understand that, but I'm like, sincerely, I do understand when people are just like, I really don't want to be bothered. I could, yeah. I could crawl into a shell and be fine. For, for a good 48 days. hours. For yes. good 48 hours. Yes. And when I was living with my parents, I think there was like literally like two or three days. I lived in their basement. I think there was two or three days they did not see me. Mm-hmm. I lived in their whole house. Like I lived in their house. And my dad came down and he was like, You still alive? <laughs> no, are you still alive? Yes. Wow. Like, you okay? You okay? And I was like, Yeah, I'm good. That is so funny no are you still alive though yes like you still breathing my child okay like what's happening but it's like that when I go visit my mom and dad I say visit like they live a a far away they literally live like 15 minutes away from me (laughs) but everybody is so busy that I literally have to go visit and so when I do and if I happen to spend the night 
Like I will leave them downstairs watching TV, talking, doing whatever they do. I'm I'm going to my room. Yes, right. I still have a room at my parents' house. Don't okay. judge me. They changed it. They call it the guest room, but it's my room. Right. Anyway, like, like it's not a guest room. It's my room. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop I'm, playing. Right. Parents will do that to you. Literally, when <laughs> I moved out, my parents put a, a for rent sign outside my room, y'all. <laughs> Literally, I have a picture of it. I was like, y'all got jokes. Y'all got jokes. Oh, God. Y'all done put me out. All right. I see y'all. I see y'all. But, yeah, you got to love parents. Parents you are You have to. Parents are amazing. 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 But, yes, y'all, um, this journey is hard. That's what we're trying to say. It's hard. It's understandable when you get frustrated with this journey. Mm-hmm. However, you have to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if we're not growing on this journey, then it's literally for nothing. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I, I'm not finna go through this for nothing. I'm just not. Mm-mm. It's not I'm worth not. it. It's not. It, at that point, it's not worth it. If I'm not learning from it, if I'm not offering a purpose, if I'm not doing what God has called me to do, if I'm not going to receive, uh, if God's not going to get the glory for this, then no, I'm not doing this. Okay. Uh-uh. No. Absolutely. And that's that is the whole point. Like if you read Hannah's story, the whole point was God forgot got the to glory. get the glory. Yes. And he made he made some changes because uh what was it, Elkanah? His sons was the hot mess. And he, he was like, Yeah, these boys, they can't be priests. They Ooh. they messing up everything. <laughs> right. So this is what we gonna do. Elkanah was the husband. Who no, you're talking about um not Samuel, but um yeah. Remember his name? It started with an E, didn't it? Elkina was Elkina was Eli. 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 I was like, I know it started with E L. Yeah. But El Eli's children was a hot mess. They, hot they mess. were different. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. God was like, Yeah, we can't. The priesthood is is not going. We can't. We can't have this no more. So he had yeah. to. He had to bring Samuel in a supernatural way. Yes. In a miracle way, because that and that, if, that if you look story. at the women in the Bible who had issues giving birth, a lot mm-hmm. of their children did do supernatural things. Take exactly. um, take Samson. Samson, yep. Samson, his whole story is supernatural. Right. Take um, John the Baptist. Like yep. who? Yes. Who supernatural. Supernatural. And so that 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 should encourage us to understand that. If God is allowing us on this journey, it's because there's more. Right. You're giving birth to something huge and not just the huge. physical baby or, you know, whatever whatever direction God sends you in. Because he may say, adopt this kid, right? Yes. This is your kid, right? Um, but um, your, your, your preparation to be that, the, the parent for that child because that child has such a calling on his his or her life, you've got to be prepared for that, right? You've got to be mm-hmm. ready to to guide your kid in the direction that they need to go into. So, yeah. which means mama and daddy got to be spiritually mature Absolutely. to handle the type of kids that God is trying to birth through them. Yes, that's yes. that's what that means. Yes. And so for some of us, and I can speak for myself on this, God is taking me through a process that's very painful and uncomfortable, but I know why I'm going through this process. 
Mm-hmm. I understand that God is allowing me to see certain things, experience certain things, and feel certain things because when my child does come, um, I need to be equipped for what all that comes with. Mm-hmm. And so the equipping starts now, like the preparation doesn't start when you see those two pink lines. Your preparation process starts now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, a lot of my friends, they ain't got to go through all this. You know, they literally are like, we plan on having a baby. We're going to have a baby by the end of December. They got pregnant. And then, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, financially, we got ourselves together. And that was pretty much it for us. And that's great for them. And that works for them. But for us, because we are called according to his purpose, because many are called, but few are chosen. So we were also chosen. Um, and most of us have callings in our lives, uh, you know, beyond, um, you know, what the normal person has. And we, we walk in the spiritual, right? Jerry just right. mentioned that. And so because of that, there's a lot of things that, you know, we have to be prepared for spiritually up front. <clears throat> just in general for the life that we are about to step into with before the child and with the child. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things like, you know, when parent, when people have lost their parents at a young age, a lot of things that have, you know, set the trajectory for our lives um, and our spiritual paths for our lives. And so you just definitely have to just be in communion with God to know exactly what um is needed and that's it that's the key right there Mm -hmm. all right loves that is going to wrap up this week's episode of the journey to motherhood podcast yes um i'm going to pray us out and then we will see y'all next week yes ma'am all right. So, Father God, we come to you first and foremost just saying thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this time on today, Lord God. We thank you for allowing us to learn more about why you have chosen us for this journey, oh God. We thank you for your word of correction on how we have to grow in you and trade our wheels for yours, oh God. So God, we surrender right now in the name of Jesus. Everything that we have, oh God, everything that we are, oh God, everything that we could ever hope for, oh God, we place it in your hands, God, and we ask that you do with it what you please, oh God. We ask that you uh, teach us how to clean up our lives, oh God. Teach Teach us what it is that you want us to do in this season while we're still waiting oh God teach us what it what it looks like and what it feels like and what it is like to wait faithfully on you oh God and still operate in the purposes that you have for us oh God God we thank you on today oh God we thank you that you have not given up on us oh God we thank you Lord God that you love us that you put us on the minds of your intercessors around the world oh God And furthermore than that, we thank you that you love us so much that you have allowed your son, Jesus Christ, to be the chief intercessor in our lives, oh God, pleading on behalf of us all day and all night on your right hand, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for your loved ones today, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that you are you are consistently and steadily uh, showing us how to live this life, even though we have this burden, oh God. We thank you, Lord, that you have shown us that there is life in the midst of this, oh God. There is love in the midst of this, oh God, and there is purpose in the midst of this process, oh God. So Lord, we just give your name all praise, honor, and glory for what you are doing in our lives, oh God. God, we ask that 
you prepare us. Um, every person under the sound of my voice, Lord God, prepare them for what you have coming for them, oh God. Prepare them for the promise, oh God. Lord, start our preparation processes now, oh God. Yes. Uh, continue to show us what it is that we need to be doing in this season, oh God. And continue to show us, oh God, how you want us to prepare, oh God. And Lord, remind us, oh God, that even though others have given birth before us with no issues, that we are not like everyone else, oh God. We are different and set apart for a purpose oh god so lord we thank you for that purpose oh god we thank you for the revelation of purpose oh god and we thank you because we know without a shadow of a doubt that you are so faithful oh god and because you are faithful oh god you are going to to fulfill the promise of us having children oh god in advance because we know that it is already done so god we bless your name on today Yes. And we glorify you on today, oh God. It's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, loves, real quick. Um, if you are listening to this podcast and you're dealing with infertility, miscarriage, or infant loss, and you want to be surrounded by other women that truly get what you're going through, we always invite you to join the Facebook, our Facebook group, Womprep. You can search it in Facebook, and we would love to have you. Um, last thing, the Journey to Motherhood experience. Tickets are still on sale um, November 12th and 13th. It is going down. We are going to have an amazing time. We're going to have prayer, encouragement, and fellowship. And we are going to learn what God wants us to do, how we're supposed to go forward on this journey. So go to the T-H-E, the letter J, the number two, the letter M, experience.com for more information we love you guys bye love you guys bye